Welcome to our community. This is Saratoga Best. We are talking about the month of Elul and the opportunities that are available in the month of Elul and the opportunities in this Parsha. Uh, essentially, well, what we want to do is, if, if we're thinking about the past year, Tushin Pei, the year of the speaking when our mouths are covered by the mask, how funny is that? And going from, as we said, in the year of I don't know, I don't know, so that whole energy, what will it be when it morphs into the next year? And, and for a second, uh, we're going to go through the month of Elul to morph into the next year. From, I don't know, to what's it going to be next year? Also, we just want to focus for a second on if it was Tafshin Pei, the year of the mouth to speak, and our mouths were covered, what does that mean? And what will that morph into? That means, really, you know, we're all used to, you just shoot off your mouth and say whatever comes to your mouth and you just shoot it off and afterwards you regret it. We're, we're used to that. Having a mask over our mouth, perhaps, was for the purpose of bringing us to the point where we go deep, not only think before we speak, but we go deep within and, and, and speak from a deep inner peace a deep inner place. Why am I saying this? It says that the world was created from the letter hay. The hay, the shape of the hay, is like a dalad. It's like a raish, but it has a stable leg. The problem with a raish, the raish is the number of the opposite of holiness, rash. Raish is a, a is, um, it's from Russia, you know, evil. So that's kind of its energy. Also, it means rash. Rash is poverty. But a kind of poverty that's not a good poverty. There's a good poverty in which I'm, I empty myself out for the next gift from above that I'll get. That's a good emptiness. I get rid of all my stuff, all my blocks, all my old programs, so that, and I'm poor now, I have nothing. I have no old programs. I'm empty. You know, you ever delete all the messages on your phone. If you ever go into all your WhatsApp groups, I do this from time to time, and I just clear all the chat. And for about two minutes, that's that long thing, for about two minutes, every WhatsApp chat is empty. There's nothing there. And then right away, people start to fill it up with videos and messages and inspiring things. But for a moment, everything on your phone is clear. There's nothing. Why do I clear the chat? Well, anybody who has, who has, who tries to send something important to a friend, and the friend said, oh, I'm so sorry, I couldn't listen to it because my phone is full. Well, <clears throat> could you just empty your phone? Or sometimes people will buy a new phone, my phone is full. Or <laughs> oh, somebody once wanted an excuse I didn't understand. <laughs> She said, I'm so sorry, I'm going to be exiting. I'm going to be leaving this WhatsApp group because my phone is full of photos. And I didn't understand that she was looking for an excuse to leave the WhatsApp group without people saying, excuse me, did we do something wrong? So she used it as an excuse, and I didn't understand that. So I wrote, I wish that people would teach older people how to empty the messages on their phone so they don't have to exit WhatsApp groups just because their phone is full. But I didn't understand they blew her cover. The point is, when you clear all the chats in your WhatsApp group, you're empty. You have nothing. That's a good poverty. Why do you clear it? Because I want to receive more stuff, new stuff, better stuff, better videos, brand new videos, up-to-date, fresh, hot off the press, so I clear all the chats. I'm empty. I'm rash, rash, and now I can receive. Well, actually, Dalit is Dalit is also Dalit poverty. It's a holy type of emptiness. So actually, the emptiness of emptying my phone so I can get better stuff is a Dalit type of poverty. Dalit. The rash is a poverty in which you're not totally in sync with kedusha. Poverty, you know, just off the chart. Poverty. I don't mean, I don't mean economic poverty. I mean spiritual and emotional poverty, which 
isn't, isn't going anywhere good. So that's the race. Now then take it and add one foot, one leg. And, um, and when you do that, you have a hay. Then you have a hay. And the thing about the hay, the world was created through hay. Now it's not poverty at all. The world was created through hay, so it can't be a poor letter. And the thing that Chassidus says about the hay is it has a roof. Look at the shape of the hay. It has a roof, and it has a leg, and it has another leg on the other side that's disconnected. There's a space. The roof denotes thought, what you think. The right leg denotes speech, how you speak. And notice that they're connected in the hay which means we'll often go from thinking to speaking, we just shoot off our mouths. And then afterwards, sometimes we regret it. The leg on the other side is the hay. That's disconnected, which means that we, we might think and speak, but it's a good thing to pause before we actually put those thoughts and, and words into action. Check. Is that a good thing or not a good thing? I don't know what letter, I can't think of a letter that is a space between the top roof and the leg. There is no such letter. Hmm. Let's look at that. So what would be a letter that would denote what we've gone through this year? I don't know. It would be what we've gone through this year was an encouragement from above to think something but then don't just shoot off your mouth and say it. No one will hear you anyway. You're wearing a mask. <laughs> right? Which means, you know what? I can't hear you. You're all muffled. That, that kind of thing. At least our mouths were covered. And we're being encouraged this year, this whole year, to speak. Speak to the world. But, if, but, but when you speak, I was complaining to a certain doctor last night. I said, I get dizzy from all the carbon dioxide. I get dizzy being in stores for an hour and a half and breathing back all that carbon dioxide with the mask. And said, you're not getting carbon dioxide. You're talking yourself into it. I don't know. I thought I'm getting dizzy in the store. So <laughs> she says, I'm not. I guess she knows, right? So much for the medical profession. But, but the fact is we were encouraged this year from above to think, and then you can't just speak those words, that thought, out to the world. And people won't hear it so well. You're masked. You're, you're blocked. Your mouth is covered. So you have time to take that thought deep inward and, and sync it up with your innermost core, your inner essence. And, and let it cook there in your inner essence, that thought. Like, oh, yay, I think I'll call this person and say this. Boom, bring it inside. Cook it up into a nice little soup with your inner essence. Let it circulate around there. Collect some energy from your inner core, your essence, essimonefish. And then it, let it filter back out. And then it tentatively, gingerly, will be allowed out into the world through your speech. That's, that's filtered. That's that. Well, that's interesting. If we would all go around speaking to the world that way, all the negativity is over. We, as different speakers have said, we have been created for this moment of crisis in the world. Speak to the world the words of truth. And somehow if those words of truth that we're thinking, those thoughts of truth, pick up speed and pick up energy from our ethnomethish, from the spark of Mashiach within us, well then, that's what the world needs. Okay, so that hay encourages us to, well, in this case, think, speak, and then hesitate, stop. There's a little space there before you actually do, because the, the second leg of the hay is disconnected. You stop, and then you go ahead and you actually put it into practice. So that's what Elul is for. Elul is the mask, in a way. Elul is that month in which, you know, you go back, you pause, before you take everything of this last, this past current 
crazy year and you shoot it into the future, the year to come, you take that step backwards, you wear the mask, you pause, and you cook it up with your essence So deep within yourself, you're doing chuba, you're reconnecting with your essence through the month of Elul, and then you're going forward into the world. And who knows what the next year has to bring. It won't be Tufshin Pei, the year of Noth, but it's Tufshin Pei Aleph. Maybe it will be. If Tufshin Pei is Tufshin Pei, you know, the year of speaking. Well, Pei Aleph is speaking. Oh, yay, right. The Aleph, Alufa Shalailam. Oh, my goodness, it's only getting better. Tufshin Pei was the year of the mouth. Tufshin Pei is the year of the mouth of speaking about Aleph, Alufa Shalailam. Add the olive to Gaila and you have the Ula. Well, there we go. Good one. Great. Baruch Hashem. Okay, so now we know where we're going. So we need that buffer zone. We've been through a lot this year. First half of the year, very stuff for Yidden. Then after Purim on, everything turns upside down. And we go deep within our homes. And we learn to understand the value of home home a little bit and then Shavuos comes and then chaos in the streets and we struggle with making sense of insanity and I kept saying from Yudbeis Thomas to Rosh Hashanah will be another Tukufa I don't follow the news so I don't know what's happening basically I, maybe I should be embarrassed to say that but it's there are clearly miraculous things happening and all culminating with the month of Elul in which everything will, we're going to go to Geula. It will be the year of speaking about the Aleph. It shouldn't just be the year that we speak about Aleph Alufa Shalailam to the world, that we are here to bring the entire world to speak about nothing other than, to use their mouth for nothing other than Aleph. Right now, people have been using their mouth to say BLM. Right? Face Medrash Lanashim. BLM. Face, right? Face Medrash, BML is Face Medrash Lanashim. BLM is, you know, life matters. That's what people have been using their mouths to say. Plus other stuff. Plus other stuff. And some of them not so rational. Our job is to transition the world over into Tufshin Pei that the world should use their mouths for nothing other than speaking about Aleph, the three Aleph. One is Aleph Shalom. And the world. Two. Aleph Aleph Achachma Aleph Chabina. Speak words of Tyra. The whole world is capable now of speaking words of Tyra if we guide them and teach them. We live in an era in which people catch on very quickly. You teach somebody for five minutes, they're already off on their own. You teach them how to use, you know, you take somebody who doesn't know how to use a computer and you spend about three days teaching them how to use a computer or somebody who doesn't know how to build a website. You spend about two hours showing them how to build a website. The next thing you know, they start a business where they're building other people's websites. Like, wait a minute, didn't I just teach her last week? She didn't know how to make a website. I know now she says, like, hi, um, I'll build your website.com. It's only $2,000. And how did that happen? Right? So these days you teach somebody something, and within five minutes they're independent, and they're doing it themselves better than you. That's Alefka Chachma Alefka Bina. That's the second olive. And the third olive is the level of Pella. Third Aleph is the level of Tela, the deepest wonders. Tarek the level of Tela, the deepest wonders of the Tarek. This is the, our mission for the coming year, to bring the entire world to speak those three Alephs. So we get the month of Elul to charge ourselves up, charge your phone, plug it in, plug yourself in, and get ready for the next year. Now, plugging ourselves in for this lofty and very, very hoof-laden, merit-laden mission of the coming year, 
we need two things. We need to do two things. Number one, we need to detox from the trauma of this year, which most people haven't yet done. We need, well, you can't detox from the trauma. It's still going on. In the world of healing, we say it's a little bit difficult to work with people in traumas when the traumas are currently happening. You can still do it, but it's more difficult. So being that the traumas are still happening, letting them go isn't going to help because then they're replaced by a fresh one, which is why for the coming year, if we're going to detox from the traumas of this year, and there were plenty of traumas for everybody and still are, what we want to do is reframe them, is, is do eshafra, transform them to what they really are, blessings, and visualize the blessings. So, so this is the issue. Um, and so for the month of Elul, we get to look back on the year and see how we were doing, which I will interpret as saying we need to detox and detox from the negative, the burden and the trauma of the past year and embrace the brachas, the blessings that have been embedded in those trauma-laden things and empower ourselves with those tremendous brachas that are deeply concealed inside those trauma-laden things. And that's one of Ida to do for this past year. And, and transition ourselves over, arm ourselves with all those incredible brachas that we've been given this year that we didn't see as brachas. And really, you know, put on all of your 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 gear that you need, put on your spaceship to go out into the world and just catapult yourself into outer space and just do a mission into unknown, uncharted territories that's never been done before by anybody. So that's what we're here to do, <clears throat> excuse me, in the month of Elo. So... <clears throat> The question is asked is, what does that have to do with Parshat Re'eh? Because the Avait of Elul, in order to do it completely, you need to put together both advantages, Anila Daidi Vadaidi together. Meaning that I do the work, what everything I just said. And at the same time, God will send a flow down to us full of brachas to make it possible to do that work. Because this detoxing from the year is not a simple thing. And the charting ourselves up to do this magnificent Avaida mission of the following, the coming year, it's also not a separate thing. We cannot do that without a tremendous amount of um, flow from above, with enormous amount of help from above. We cannot. But on the other hand, God says, I'm not doing the job for you. We'll do this together. You'll do and I'll do. That's both Avaidas. Anila Daidi, we do. The Daidi Lee, he does. And that makes it infinite. That charges us up with infinite powers. Ani, the Avaita of the person Ani is in a way of Li for me. Li, I guess, means for Hashem. Hashem is infinite. So Ani, I, the Daidi, I'm to my beloved. The Daidi Li, and my beloved is to me, but that Li is that infinite energy. In order to do that, the person, the limited person, has to be on a very high level above all limitations. We can't do that from inside the struggle. We cannot. Inside the struggle is such a dark, magnetic energy pulling you down that we just can't, we, it's very difficult to do it from inside the struggle. It's the, the the energy of the struggle is entropy. So we're just always going to be pulled down and deteriorate and deteriorate. Entropy means everything in life will always deteriorate. So the struggle has a very, an energy of, yeah, it's going to get worse. Entropy going to get heavy. Gravity deteriorate. Things are getting worse in the world. That kind of energy. So... When we're in the world of limitations, everyday life, and we're feeling the limitations as limited people, we're in the struggle. We're not going anywhere. 
everything I just said cannot happen. We need to tune into the legal, the unlimited energy that is our inheritance, our birthright, because we're one with Hashem, and then anything becomes possible. So how do we do it? We reveal our true Matthias. We reveal the truth about ourselves, that we're one with Hashem. And that's what Parshas Re'eh is about. See, I, Hashem, am giving you into your very inner core today a bracha, a blessing. Meaning that as a preparation for us doing our job, in every detail, every detail of what we do, we have a job, you need a preparation. For everything in life, there's a preparation. Before I sit down at the table and eat something, I, well, besides that I make a bracha, I have to first sit down. I have to first get a chair. I have to first put the chair in a place where it's available to me. There's always a preparation for the real thing. So before we're going to do all of this, we need to prepare. In all the things that, in all the mitzvahs of what you should do and what you shouldn't do. Prepare by make, checking. Am I doing all the, am I doing what Tyra says and I'm not, and I'm not doing what Tyra says not to do? And what does this emphasize? The great mila, the great advantage of the person. In other words, all of this that we've just said tells us how amazing we are. How is that? How did this just tell me that I'm amazing? That we are amazing? Because of the words. Parshas for A says, Hey guys, we're going to get going in the month of Elul and we're going to, everything that I just said before. Detox, charge up, get ready, do an amazing thing, get ready for an amazing mission, plummet ourselves into outer space, go go for the world, bring them to a point of acknowledging the truth of, of, of life and life matters and God, godly life matters, etc. How are we going to do it? We have a preparation, month of Elul. And before the month of Elul, we have Parshas Re'eh showing us, yes, you can, yes, you can, you can do it, yes, you can. How? So here are the words. Re'eh. Re'eh is shaya and has to be not just, Re'eh means, you can't just hear, hear about this stuff. Although we're doing this class on audio, you can't just hear about it. You have to see it. If what I'm saying is correct, we want to picture it. What would it look like for me to be detoxing, turning all that terrifying stuff and confusing stuff from this past year into the brachas that they really are? What would, what would it look like? What would it look like to charge myself up for the following, for the coming year? What would it look like? Picture it. A, C. Don't just hear. Then there's the word anaisi. What is anaisi? Anaisi nisha anaisi. When they ask, you know, when Maisha Beno asks, you know, Hashem, who is it? You know, who are you? They're going to ask me, go to Paro and tell them, let the Jewish people go to serve Hashem in the desert. They're going to ask me, who is it? You know, who sent you? Anaisi. Who is anaisi? Anaisi nisha anaisi. In English, I always wondered what it meant. I once asked a professor, and I got a very unsatisfying answer. So I left the class and became Chabad. Because <laughs> I realized they didn't know. He was the Bible expert, and he gave me such a ridiculous answer that I said, done with university, let's go to Chabad. Anarchy, Misha, Anarchy. I am what I am. I will be whom I will be. It means tons of stuff. It is Hashem as He. Anaifi is Hashem when He is saying the Ten Commandments to us. From a very high place, it also is uh, an Egyptian word. Anaifi is an Egyptian word. If Hashem is starting the whole affair of the the whole Ten Commandments with that word, and the whole Ten Commandments includes the entire Tyra, that means that that word Anaifi includes in itself the entire Tyra. One word, Anaifi. And it's an Egyptian word. Hmm. And they were very steeped in immorality. 
Hmm. Okay. And Hashem is saying, Hashem is not ashamed to say, He's expressing his very essence. And of course, it also stands for, I am written into my Tyra. So there's a lot in that name, Anaihi. So when, in these words, see, I want you to see who you really are. I don't want you to just hear about it. Don't just go to a class and listen. See it. Picture it. Visualize who you are. And you're being empowered by none other than Anaihi. Anaihi. Anaihi Hashem You're not alone. You are being empowered by Anaihi. And what is Anaihi doing? Anaihi, God himself. What is he doing? Nathan. He's giving up. Oh, I thought I was on my own to figure this out. No, no, no. He's giving us. He's giving us. Where is he giving it to us? He's installing in us the energies we need to be able to do that mission in the most successful way. And he's installing it not on our, he's not putting it on the surface of our skin, you know, top of your head, right deep into the inner core. Once you're putting it in, into us, Hashem, could you just do the whole job and put it right into our core? Don't give me the job of, you know, you give it to me and ask you to internalize it. Could you do send it right to the internal, right to my very essence? Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. No worries, right? I'm going to put it right into your opinion. When? Oh, yeah, that's so great. You're going to give me all the bit when? Hey, yeah, today. Oh, nice. This minute. Not a future promise. It's now. In a way of Orvagilu. And it's visible. Hayam means daytime, visible. You know, light is shining. You can see it. We're going to see it. He's giving us everything we need to do that magnificent mission. The Uba'ifanitsi and eternally. This is not a short-term agreement. He's saying, we're in this together forever. Whenever I give you a job, I will give you all the tools you need to get that job done. Right? I'm a good boss. Some bosses give you a job and they leave you without the tools. I'm a good boss. I give you a job and I give you all the tools. For how long? When it's an offer? No, 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 no. For how long? One a year? No. How long? Forever. I'll be with you forever and I will always give you the tools for the job. I will give you tough missions. But I will always give you tough tools. Look at those signs all around on the highway. We are New York tough. We wear masks. So matcha. We are New York tough. So we wear masks. Okay. I couldn't figure out what it means we need New York tough. So Hashem is saying, you know, that's it. I'm like, I'm there with you forever. I give you tough jobs. New York tough. I give you tough jobs. But I give you tough tools too. And and what do I give you? Bracha. I give you brachas. All kinds of brachas. Revealed brachas and concealed brachas that come from a very concealed place. Now the revealed brachas, well, we know what they look like. They're delicious. The concealed brachas look like problems. Mm. The negative news is they look like problems. Who wants problems? We do not. The good news is they're really concealed brachas. So when the outer outer part of them fluffs off, we see that we have magnificent brachas. When we use this, this same pasuk, it creates an unbelievable thing. I just want to take you through those words again. So imagine, we have something that's called a problem. Let's take a ridiculous problem. I waited for half an hour to, in front of this parking spot or across the street for a car to pull out, and a car pulls out, and I quick start my motor, and I, I'm ready to take that parking spot, and somebody else zips down the road and takes that parking spot. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Not a big problem. It's quite, it's, qu- it's quite an issue if, you know, you have to go to work and you have no place to put your car. 
We're not going to call it a life-threatening problem, although it really could affect, you know, that if somebody, they, a person could lose their job, God forbid, because it happens too often or they have a very important appointment and if they're not there and they have no place to put their car and there's nothing they could do. So it could be quite an issue to now, you know, not have a parking spot and you miss the appointment because you miss the appointment. You miss the deal because you miss the deal. You miss a very important opportunity for Parnassa, and it could affect people for life, just that parking spot. So now, what we want to do is we want to picture this problem as a massive bracha in a very tight, 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 tight shell, like a tight seam that's just too tight for comfort. But we know, we know with our mind, it's a big bracha. And we want to picture that tight seed just, you know, you sprinkle a little water, a little tyra on it, a little watering can, little, you know, you speak a little tyra at this little tight seed, this, this problem. And what happens when you pour water on a seed? It cracks open. And a bud comes out, a little sprout comes out. And it's it's bent down, and then eventually it, it stands up. It's magnificent to watch the sprouts as it. Eventually it stands up, and eventually, eventually, it, 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 it turns, eventually, you know, it turns into buds and leaves and, and, and then flowers. So we want to picture the whole thing happening, you know, as those time-lapse things, just like, boom, boom. Picture this seed. You sprinkle a little tire on it, a little water. This problem and just cracks open and out emerges um, a little sprout which opens up, stands up, turns in, you know, and then turns into leaves, turns into a little, turns into a little sapling, etc. And a little, a little plant and a little tree and boom, or a bush and flowers and there you have a flower and it's the most magnificent flower. Just watch it happen within 10 seconds, the whole thing quick. See it. It will bring the brachas out of that problem in a much quicker way. Re'ei, see it. Because Anraisi, Hashem, the one who gives us the Aseret the, the, the Ten Commandments, the one who said, I am who I am, very essence of Hashem, speaking to your essence, He is making that happen. Nicing, He's giving us, He is giving us these powers to do this. And He's giving us these brachas. And he's syncing it up with our penis. Only our penis, only our inner core can understand it. Because our external core says, this is a problem, I lost my parking spot, what am I going to do? But when Hashem gives us this from from a very high place, in, and he installs in our penis, something in us wakes up and says, right, hey, let's picture this, this seed opening up into a flower. Um, and in a way of orvigili, it becomes visible to us. All of a sudden, you see it becoming a bracha. Like whatever it is. Oh, I know what happens. Um, for instance, the person that you had to meet with as you're sitting in the car walks out on the street. And you jump out of your car and you says like, hi, how are you? You know, we have a, I'm so sorry. I know we had an appointment. And they say, Good thing that, wow, amazing that I'm seeing you here. Because I wasn't able to stay for my appointment. If you had been, if you had come upstairs, I would actually, I took the stairs down. You would have come up in the elevator and they would have told you that I already left. And, um, I guess we wouldn't have met today. And, and said, hey, let's just, let's just talk about it now for a few minutes. And you should, the two of you talk on the street for a, a few minutes and you settle on something. And um, both of you walk away extremely happy, and the whole thing got done. And then you understand why you needed to not get the parking spot. Because you would have been in the building and missed, missed the appointment, and you ended up having it come to you. So that's in a way of Orvigilu, that's Hayun. And Bracha, the Bracha comes down. So that's the way we want to start to... That's the way we want to do things all the time, but especially in the month of Elul, reframing everything and opening up all the hard knots of problems to flowers, seeing them open up into flowers. 
excuse me. So the general approach to this, to doing this, is with the knowledge that the genius, in our deepest sense, was what was given to us. Remember, the Pinyusen was given to us the revelation of Anaisi, Misha, Anaisi. This, Rei Anaisi, Anaisi, Mishnechem, etc., is telling us that it's making us see and really know deeply in our deepest communion that Anaisi, Misha, Anaisi is with us all the time giving us prophets. And so this lifts up anything we do down here to reach up to Hashem, it makes it much higher. And it brings us up to a place where we can be operating above any limitation. And more specifically, Parshas Re'e is the union of both ways of Avaida, from above to below, Anila Daidi, and from below to, from below to above, Anila Daidi, and from above to below, Daidi Li. Elo, Anila Daidi, the Daidi Li, Elo. Because Naisen Lishmechem, Naisen Lishmechem, we're saying Anaisi Mishanasi is doing all this for us. And what's he giving us? Naisen Lishmechem, he's giving us into our penis, Naisen. He's giving us from above into our penis. That means all of this in its completion is drawn down. You get the finished product from above, pristine, clean. When it comes from above, it's clean, pure, unsullied, untouched by worldly conditions. You get that pure, clean bracha from above, and it do not pass go, do not collect $200. Anybody who ever played Monopoly. Imagine this, that a bracha from above, which is pristine, clean, pure, untouched by the junk of the world and the struggle of the world, there it is up there in the heavenly realm. And it's like an arrow. It's shot, it's sent to you. You say, yeah, by the time this bracha comes down to me through all the world, it's picked up so much junk along the way that what do I get <clears throat> by the time it finally comes to me? Some little smidgen of a bracha. What if Hashem says, I can send it, there's this service, you know, UPS service, where I can send it from the warehouse by drone, and it comes in one minute, directly from the warehouse, goes through the air right into your house. Into your, let's say I need, I need a part for my stove. So there's this expensive drone service where you order it, they, you get it from the manufacturer. As soon as it's manufactured, it goes immediately into a box. It was just manufactured a minute ago, this part for my stove. And this is the service you pay for. And it goes immediately into a box, not touched by human hands. From the box, it's picked up mechanically by the drone. The box is picked up. Drone goes, traveling through the earth, through the air, through the sky, through the heavens. Comes down, you know, finds your house, comes down to your house. Um, You had to give the code to your front door. So it unlocks your front door, this drone. It goes up the stairs into your kitchen. Um, it has a mechanism that enables it to, it installs itself in your stove and fixes your stove. But, it, you know, it does the work. You don't have to call a workman anymore. You don't have to call a stove repairman because this drone is programmed to put the piece in place, discard the old piece, the drone takes the old piece, throws it out in the garbage somewhere, and test your stove. This is all not ridiculous. This is actually very realistic. Just a little expensive. It tests your stove, turns it on. Yeah, everything's working right. Drone leaves, locks the door, etc. Forget, and then it erases the memory of <laughs> the code on your door. And the drone goes back to the warehouse. Perfect, right? That means that you didn't have to worry. First of all, you have, so the whole thing is done. It goes right to where it needs to be fixed. And it, um, it doesn't go through any of the steps of, you know, it gets stuck with UPS and he forgets to take it off the truck and 
and then he has corona and he touches your king <laughs> and he spits on it and he coughs on it. None of that. From the warehouse to your stove, in there, fixed, done within five minutes. Very realistic. At this point, quite expensive. Given another five years, a few pennies for a free service. If you sign up for Amazon Prime, you know, or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, that's the idea. That would be the physical exemplification of Hashem is sending this bracha from above, from its clean, pristine warehouse status, right into your very core, and it bypasses all the places where it could get messed up along the way. Boom! Nice and lesnechem. That the true completion of this is when it comes into your panemius, but you need to do your part. When you do your part, all of this works. So what do I need to do? Let's say, first of all, pay some money and for this service, and the drone will do it. Or in our case, in Elul, what does this mean? The brachas, Hashem is willing to send me the brachas right into my penis, install them in my dairy core. I become the real deal. I don't have to let my brachas go through all the junk of the world and the judgments, whether I deserve it, I don't deserve it. It just goes right into my penis. Yay. Thank you, Hashem. So what do I have to do? I do have to pay for this. This one's not a free service. So what do I have to do? Anila uh, Daidi. Reach up to Hashem. Acknowledge that Hashem Hulalakim. Einod Mabadis. Acknowledge this. And this acknowledgement it's very powerful. That's my advice. That's teshuva. Hush of hay. Go back to the source and realize where this is coming from. We don't want to say, well, it's amazing. These drones are incredible. Well, yeah, the drones are incredible. You know, wow, the service from Amazon is amazing. Yeah. But that's not the point. That's missing the point. Hashem is amazing. He's willing to do all of this for me. And all he asks for in return is that I reach out to him and I acknowledge what's really going on in life, what the truth is in life. Anila Daidi. He says, I'm willing to give you Daidi Lee. You first do Anila Daidi. I'm ready to give it you from above. Right to your penis, etc. And a bracha. In an open bracha that comes down from above. A very high bracha that comes through transforming the curse, the klala, to a bracha. Everything we just said. That's from below to above. You want to transform the curse to a bracha. And the dogma, the example in our Avaita is the Avaita of Tzadikim, which comes from above, and then there's the Avaita of Balichubu, which comes from below. Put the two together. Because what we can do as Balei is we earn, we earn those brachas. And what Tadi can do is they bring down very high brachas that we could, that are higher than we could earn. But if you put both together, we earn very, very lofty brachas. And the Kayach, to put these two energies together, we earn from below, and then we're sent by Hashem from above, where do you get, how do you put those two together? That seems like an impossible thing. That comes from the place of a naifi. Only a naifi can, a naifi can put those two, two energies together. A naifi misha naifi. Remember, a naifi is ani, Hashem, with a chaf. The chaf is keter, the crown. Ah, uh, the crown above, the crown, the crown of Mashiach, the crown of Hashem in his, in his Malchus, Melech Malchay Amlach HaMakadosh Baruch he can put those two together. That's a level. Not hinted at any letter or any kais. That's a level higher than below and higher than above. It's an energy higher than both. And it's able to unify the two. And then at the end of this this Parsha, where A, talks about Chagasukkah, 
and then the end of Sukkot is Shmini Atzeres, and the end of Atzeres is Atzeres Yelachem, that we are one, we are alone with Hashem. We are alone with Hashem. One. And that, and that hinted at in the Kriya of Tyra on Shabbos, Mavarchim Elo, or Rosh Chaydish Elo, which is um, that what we do has to, that tells us that what we do, Anila Daidi, has to be in a very, very high way, higher than any limitation. We are now capable and living living in a way of higher than limitation. Yes, really? How are we capable of living higher than limitation? It comes from our essence. It comes from our essence. That is one with the essence of Hashem. That comes from our essence that is one with the essence of Hashem. So that's the bracha. That's all the energy that's being infused into us in Parsha A. And that's that you, as we say, the end of the Parsha speaks about, brings us to, speaking about Sukkot, which ends with Shemini Yatzeris, which, which brings us into a union with Hashem, in which our essence is one with His essence. Fact. Our essence is one with His essence. He is unlimited. He can do infinite things. No problem. If he, this is pure, how does it go, what is this? This is algebra. A equals B, B equals C, B equals A. We are one with Hashem. Hashem is unlimited and can do anything. Therefore, that means, that implies that we are, can be infinite and do infinite and unlimited beyond, uh, limitation things. Fact. Basic fact in Tyrus. And therefore, in the month of Elul, to sum, to sum all of this up now, when we are transitioning from the year of speaking, but speaking in a way that the, your speech is going to go back into you because of your mask and reverberate and have to cook up with your inner, inner essence. That inner essence, guess what? When your speech goes, this year that we have to do it, things become incredible as we're going into Elo. Why? Because now to just finish off what we said at the beginning. If this was the year of speech, tough shin pay the year of the mouth, and our mouths were covered for half of the year, then first of the first half of the year, our mouths were calling out in tremendous distress because there were scary things happening for Jewish people first half of the year until Purim. And then Purim, our mouths were covered. So if we were calling out in distress, it was reverberating back into our our system because of the mask covering our mouth. But any, and as we said, everything that we said kind of had to go back inside because you're wearing a mask that's covering your speech had to go into your essence. Hmm. We just said that our essence is one with God. Well, that's interesting. That means that my speech that normally I use to send out to the world this half a year this half of this very, second half of this very lofty year has gone back deep into my essence to the place where I am infinite. Because my essence is one with God's essence. He's infinite, I'm infinite. So he's infinite, so I'm infinite. My speech, because of my mask, kept going back into my essence to the place where I'm infinite, cooking up with that infinite energy and then coming back out of me and then I can speak out into the world so that, as we said, we are getting ready through this buffer zone of Elul to now speak a language to the world, to speak about the creator of the world, the master of the world, to get the whole world to speak that way. And we might think that it's impossible. Seriously, this, this I think we said this yesterday that Rabbi Simon Jacobson said, he used to speak to Ibadim Ben Chaim Lachaim Reb Matulchein, and he would say, and Reb Matul would say, Reb Matulchein would say, the world is ready for Mashiach. And Rabbi Jacobson said, yeah, really? And what about if the world is ready? Yeah, it's fourteen thousand Jews or whatever. But what about uh, the Chinese? So Reb Matulchein would say, yeah, 
little Chinese is the shine. How many Chinese? A few Chinese make a few, you know, a few Chinese said, <laughs> you know, a little bit of uh, they slip Chinese food. Like a few Chinese, they make a few plastic products. Yes, little Chinese. Said one and a half billion. He said, billion? Mishka, million? He said this yesterday. Yes, billion. And you know, a few, a few uh, made in China products. Nah, Mishka, fair enough. It's fine. They're also ready. Yeah, and the other speakers said, and what about the Indians? He said, Indians? No, Shangazan in North America. Finished. So, no, 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 not those Indians. India. Yeah, India, okay. They talk to you on the phone when your phone doesn't work. No, no. One and a half billion. Billion? Mr. Million? Yeah, billion. Oh, no, it's The world is ready, right? So, this is kind of funny. That feeling of how am I going to get one and a half billion Chinese? And one, and I don't speak Chinese. And one and a half billion Indian people, and I don't speak Indian language, etc. How am I going to get all of these people to declare Hashem Acharush Mayachad, Tavshin Te'in Tavshin Te'alo? How am I going to do that? How am I going to get them, the whole world, to speak there, to speak only Alufa Shalaylam, Alav Chachach Malav Kabina, Alav Tela? How am I going to get the whole me, 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 me? I'm going to get the whole world to speak that way, I'm going to be the teacher, the mashpia, the, the, the mentor, the influencer that gets billions of people to speak only the language of Hashem and only only praising Hashem and acknowledging the, the sovereignty of Hashem. Me? I'm going to do that? Sure. Yeah, from where? From your penis. My penis. I don't know. Why my penis? Because it's one with Hashem's penis and it's infinite. Oh, right. Okay, I get it. I have an infinite energy in me. So that means I can do anything. I can I can speak to one and, one and a half billion Chinese and one and a half billion Indians. I guess so, if I'm infinite. No problem. Level of infinity, all these things are a piece of cake. Okay, good. So, but where do I find my penis? Deep within. I know, but when it comes to talking, like, I'm not so in touch with my penis. Don't worry about it. We've got that covered. This year, you wore a mask. Every time you wanted to talk, the words went back inside. Where they go? Into you. Cooked up in your penis in that unlimited place. When they come back out through your mask and you speak, you're speaking words of infinity. People feel your words of infinity. They feel the truth of your infinity. You know what? It makes them want to speak words of infinity, too. What are the words of infinity? Alufa Shalaylam. Anarchi Mishanarchi. Hashem Acharush Mayachad. Ein Ognobadah. The world is coming to the point where they want to speak those words. They want to be speaking those words in Tafshin Pe'alo. And we are the teachers that to get, tuning into our Infinite kaychas, our unlimited powers, we can and will speak those words out to the world and get that, the world to speak that way in the coming year. So this, before we get to Tafshin Peyalos, we should be already in full Geula Shlema, full Yemaisa Mashiach, in the base of Migdash Ashlishi, the eternal place, the eternal base of Migdash, and it should start immediately now.